It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day from the g family performance center in edmond oklahoma welcome to another episode of the locked on thunder podcast i am your gracious and humble host eric g thanking you so much for making us a part of your day coming up on this episode we have an update on andre robertson if you haven't heard the latest on him we will give it to you if you have heard the latest on him then you know what we're talking about already but we'll give you our opinion on what the Thunder should do moving forward, and what Andre should do moving forward. Plus, we'll discuss a little bit of that game that happened on Saturday with the San Antonio Spurs as the Oklahoma City Thunder get a 10-point win and some revenge on SA. But that was a game of anomalies. There were some very interesting things happening on Saturday night that we may not see again the entire year for Oklahoma City. So I think we should just cherish this moment for exactly what it is, at least in a couple of respects. In segment number two, Nick Collison is going to get his jersey retired. I don't really have a problem with this, although I did realize that I am not a jersey retire guy. I don't like a whole bunch of numbers being out of circulation. I'll explain why I don't like a whole bunch of numbers being out of circulation coming up here in just a moment. And and I'll talk about Nick Collison because there's a lot of people that don't think Nick Collison deserves to get his jersey retired. I couldn't disagree more with those people. Um, And and I think you've got to put this all in its proper context as to why Nick Collison is getting this honor and why there might not be other members of the Oklahoma City Thunder ever get the same honor that Nick Collison is getting. And then we will wrap things up. I'll try and get a little creative in the last segment. Steven Adams has done a commercial for beef. There's so much, there is so much potential. Steven Adams is what I call an untapped oil well. So I'll throw out some suggestions of other people that need to be getting Steven Adams to advertise. But this is also a bigger picture because this should be just the beginning of what is 
the year of Adams that we still have yet to experience that I thought we'd be right in the middle of right now. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I also work for News Radio 1000 KTOK. I'm a credentialed member of the media. I have been very lucky to have covered the Oklahoma City Thunder now for the last five and a half years. Unbelievable. It's It's been a tremendous experience. And if you like what you hear, I would hope you would subscribe to this podcast and rate us five stars on Apple iTunes. We're still just sitting at four and a half. My goal by the end of the summer, actually by the time the playoffs rolls around, is somehow to get to a five-star rated podcast. I'll figure out what I have to do to get that, even if that means that I got to buy everybody a beer, I'll do it. Um, but if only if you think we're worth it, rate us five stars on iTunes. But the easiest way to listen to us is that smart speaker of yours saying, Alexa, play Locked on Thunder podcast, or hey, Google, play Locked on Thunder podcast, and then bingo, bango, it's right there for you. We have news on Andre Robertson, and that news is not good. Andre Robertson is apparently nowhere close to being back and playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the reason that this is important is because the Thunder on Tuesday could apply for what is called a disabled player exception. Tuesday's the deadline for you to do it. It allows a team, which is over the cap, happens to be the Oklahoma City Thunder, to to require or acquire a replacement player for a disabled player who will be out for the remainder of the season or through June 15th in the case of Andre Robertson. The Thunder right now are holding out hope that Andre Robertson is coming back. And and I don't understand that. I, I don't get why you would bring Andre Robertson back this year. There's really not a lot of logic to it because this team is playing just fine without him. It's not that Andre Robertson coming back wouldn't improve this team defensively, but they've been pretty good all year long. The other reason I wouldn't bring Andre Robertson back this year is cold and calculating as this sounds. Terrence Ferguson has started to heat up over the last couple of games and shows that he can get microwave hot. Even if it's just coming in spurts, He's still a guy that gives you much more of an offensive threat than than Andre Robertson is ever going to be. And I would think that the Thunder right now see a starting five where all five can score versus a starting five where you take one guy off in in Terrence Ferguson and put a defensive specialist in Andre Robertson on, and now you're just not giving teams that much to worry about defensively when when the Thunder have the ball. Yes, you still got to worry about Paul George and Steven Adams and and Russell Westbrook and Jeremy Grant, but it would be nice to have all five guys who, who would be an option. The other reason I'm not bringing Andre Robertson back is I don't want to take a chance on him getting hurt, especially if there's the thought of getting rid of him when next year he's an expiring contract which all of a sudden he becomes very attractive to so many teams in the NBA if you want to trade him. And I would think through physicals, through workouts, practice, etc., especially the closer that it gets to the beginning of the year, and and Andre's had a chance to play in in some preseason games, that might show that that you're not giving away damaged goods. Uh, During the summer, it might be tough to, to get rid of Andre Robertson because I'm still thinking that he's damaged goods if I'm trading for him, or at least I'm, I'm very tentative on it. Um, I just, I think right now the Andre Robertson experiment, at least for this year, just needs to be shut down. 
because him coming back, and the other thing is, is he comes back, I can't imagine how effective he's going to be because he's going to have to acclimate to what the team's doing. And are you going to bring him off the bench? Or are you really going to take Terrence Ferguson out of the starting five when Andre Robertson comes back, put Andre in, and force Terrence Ferguson to get used to playing off the bench, especially the closer you get to playoff time, when that can jack with team chemistry. I, I just There's nothing about bringing Andre Robertson back that, that I, I really like at this moment. If you're Sam Presti, if you're Billy Donovan, you've really got to think about this over the next few weeks. And really, forget the next few weeks. How about the next few hours? And then go ahead and apply for the exception. Go ahead and apply for the disabled player exception. Tell Andre you're shutting him down, and and that'll be the end of it. Get that roster spot taken care of. Acquire another player. You're over the cap and just and, and call it good. Now, granted, you're the guys you could possibly get may not be all that great right now, but I just, yeah, this is one of those things where it feels like more bad than good can happen if you put Andre Robertson in this situation. And let's just say you have Andre Robertson coming off the bench. I'm not a big fan of having just defensive specialists come off the bench. That's me. Off the bench, I like scoring power. But that's also be a little bit of an archaic way of thinking. Let's talk a little bit about the game on Saturday as the Thunder knocked off the San Antonio Spurs. It's what I'm calling a game of anomalies. First and foremost, Patrick Patterson. Oh my gosh, I have no idea who that dude was playing in his uniform, but can we get him to continue to play that way every single week? As a matter of fact, if you just want to sum up that game to me on Saturday the biggest story of that game to be on Saturday was the Oklahoma City Thunder bench and just how good they were. Uh, whether it was Patterson, whether it was Nader, or whether it was Schroeder. And, and Dennis, man, look, you may feel like you've let the team down over, over the last few games because you don't feel like you're playing as well as, as you possibly could. I agree with Russ on this, that A, you haven't let the team down. I mean, yeah, look, everybody's going to go through bad spells, and I'm not trying to be a sunshine pumper, and certainly Dennis Schroeder doesn't need me to, to, to lift up his ego and and pat him on the back and make him feel better. But at the same time, even if you feel like that, I don't like it when guys say that. I, I don't want to, that's just something as a fan I don't want to hear from guys because that makes me start to question what their confidence is and are they questioning what their worth to the team is. And, and, and of all people on this team, Dennis Schroeder, has no reason to question or doubt whatever his worth is. And whatever struggles he's having, I'm confident enough because I've seen him play the entire year that he's going to come out of those struggles. So I kind of feel like it was almost like this unnecessary unnecessary apology that he was making. The other thing, there is a moment that we should just cherish. Okay? And I'm laughing because, this, yeah, this is going to be somewhat sarcastic. Um, I... We need to cherish the fact that the Thunder shot 80% from free throw. No, I did not stutter. They were 80% from the charity stripe on Saturday. And if we wish that the Thunder, if we hope that the Thunder, if we think that the Thunder are going to ever replicate that performance or will come close to that performance again, then we're we're completely just... (laughs) We are we're 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 kidding ourselves to, to to think that that would that would ever happen. That's that's not gonna happen. It's 
You know, it's just one of those things that need to be celebrated. I almost feel like this year, the free throw shooting has been so bad that after that game on Saturday night, there should be t-shirts made celebrating 80% free throw that they should have given them out at the end of the game like you do a championship shirt. Maybe you don't celebrate with champagne. Maybe um, you get some natty lights and you're pouring it on each other's heads or um, some generic brand beer. But that should be celebrated. May I, heck, at this point, I would have no problem with a banner going up that said they, they gave the date, the opponent, and then gave the free throw percentage shooting from that particular night. But uh, yes, it's been so extremely frustrating. Maybe it is the start of something being more consistent. I'm just going to chalk it up to, hey, it was one particular night where everything went well. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next here on LOT... What are we going to talk about? I'll tell you what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Nick Collison getting his jersey retired and why he deserves that special treatment and what to do about jersey retirements anyway. I think they need to go away, so I'll explain all that coming up next here on LOT. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I'm Eric G. Hopefully you can hear my dogs barking in the background. It's kind of a crazy night here at the uh, G household. Locked On Sooners is out now. We're talking about Kyler Murray going to the NFL, what's going to happen with Jalen Hurts, all sorts of stuff on Locked On Sooners. And you can find that at the Locked On Podcast Network by going to LockedOnPodcast.com or just saying to your smart speaker, hey, Google, play Locked On Sooners Podcast or Alexa, play Locked On Sooners Podcast all part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. Congratulations to Mr. Thunder Nick Collison on getting his jersey retired. Could not believe how many people on social media. Actually, I, I, I knew that there was going to be some people who were like, man, is that really Nick Collison? You're retiring his jersey? So, so it wasn't. It wasn't that unexpected. I think the sheer number of people who complained about it kind of caught me off guard a little bit because I thought there'd be more, hey, Nick Collison's getting his jersey retired. Everybody loves him. He's Nick Collison. And first of all, when it comes to Nick Collison and the Nick Collison fans, the people that actually bought Nick Collison jerseys, there's two types of people. One, there's the dude who's sort of like me, who would have bought a Nick Collison jersey because everybody had already bought Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook jerseys. So you would have either bought Abaka or you would have bought Collison. You would have bought somebody else because you didn't want to just be lumped in with every other Thunder fan who had bought a KD or a Westbrook jersey. It's the first type of person that would have bought a Nick Collison jersey. Second is that dude, mostly white, you have to say it, that 
pictures themselves as the coach's kid, the hard worker, the gym rat, what all the all the typical things that you want to you want to classify Nick Collison as. That's the person that would have bought that jersey. Oh, he works so hard. He puts team first. He is that guy. Those are the people that buy a Nick Collison jersey. That being said, the reason Nick Collison is getting his jersey retired is very simple. One, he spent his entire career with the organization going back to the time when they're in Seattle. But two, if Sam Presti ever pulled out his binder and if there was a page, and I'm I'm almost sure that this thing actually exists, that said what a Thunder player should be, how a Thunder, what, what a Oklahoma City Thunder player should be. And you had all these boxes you have to check. Nick Collison would have checked every single one of them. Because it would have been about community, it would have been about team first. It would have been about community service. It would have been handling yourself in public, not embarrassing the organization, being that model citizen that kids could look up to, that adults could revere, that you just wanted to get to know. That guy you felt like you know, the dude, essentially the quintessential Oklahoma City Thunder player in Sam Presti's book is the guy living next door to you. He just happens to be six foot eight and is blessed with athletic ability beyond anything any of us could really ever imagine. That's it. That's what the Oklahoma City Thunder model is like. Nobody has ever or will ever fit that model better than Nick Collison. That's why he's getting his jersey retired. That's why I don't have a problem with it because it says a lot about the Thunder as an organization. It tells you everything that they value. I mean, in one fail move, on Mar- on one just swift move on March 20th, everything you need to know about Sam Presti, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the way they operate is going to be hanging from the rafters. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all that these are the things that the Thunder value. Now, there are going to be other people that you feel are more impactful to this organization that probably aren't going to get their jersey retired, James Harden being one. Kevin Durant's a coin flip. Kevin Durant has an opportunity to get his jersey retired once he retires and that wound heals and Sam Presti and Clay Bennett feel that it is the right moment. Um, I'm pretty sure if they ask the fans if KD never comes back here, most fans will tell you that Kevin Durant doesn't deserve his jersey getting retired here. Russ will. Um, But more impactful people that won't, Kendrick Perkins. I think a lot of people probably feel that Kendrick Perkins was more impactful on the Thunder and he's never going to have his jersey retired. Derek Fisher is never going to have his jersey retired. Um, if you just take a snapshot of Raymond Felton last year, some people would argue that he was more impactful on the Thunder. But the truth of the matter is, is that Nick Collison has meant a lot to this organization. Whether people, whether he has, whether he has, any records, whether he's in top three in any records of the Thunder record book, it was all about those intrinsic values that Sam Presti loves to speak about. The fact that he groomed Russell Westbrook, brought him along, taught Russell Westbrook how to be a professional, was that constant there in the locker room that showed up every day, that worked hard, that did everything that he was asking. For the most part, everything we know about him, he never complained. Yes, the Thunder did create a position for him, and you might be thinking that that's enough. But to give him this honor, it's really not that big of a deal. When you think about it, it's not that big a deal. If no one ever wears the number four again in the Oklahoma City Thunder history, who cares? 
And I don't say who cares because I'm belittling Nick Collison. No, I'm very fond of him and I'm very happy for him. But if you're outraged over it, I don't get it. It just seems like a, a, a lot of faux outrage to me. And as far as the whole Jersey retirement thing goes, as a Yankee fan, it's it's ridiculous because there are no more single digits in Yankee history. Like you cannot, if you were, if you went to the New York Yankees now, you cannot wear a single digit unless it's the number zero, which no one has ever worn in Yankee history, which if I was a Yankee player and I was a badass and thought I had an opportunity to be in the Hall of Fame like I was carrying that kind of swag, I would ask for the number zero because I would want to see it retired. And I think that's the one thing you've got to be very careful of when you start retiring numbers is just how ridiculous is your team going to look when when they're out there on the court, depending on the kind of numbers that that they have. But that's that's me with it. And as far as I'm concerned, Nick Collison, well deserving of have his of of having his jersey retired. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we'll wrap things up, giving you some ideas about maybe. Hey, if you're looking for a spokesperson, we got a guy in mind, and his name is Stephen Adams. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Remember, you can get this on your smart speaker just by going to, um, well, actually just say, hey, Alexa, play Locked on Thunder podcast or Google play Locked on Thunder podcast. Actually reverse that. It's, hey, Google, play Locked on Thunder podcast and Alexa, play Locked on Thunder podcast. Locked on Thunder, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Sooners, also part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Steven Adams is now the spokesperson for beef. Hey, it's what's for dinner. He says that he smashes beef, all that smashes steaks all the time because they taste really good. Tomorrow we'll have the audio for, from it. I meant to get the audio today because I was doing this kind of late. I will have the audio for it tomorrow, but I, this is the year of Adams. First of all, there's only seven more days to put Steven Adams in the all-star Game, please put Steven Adams in the All-Star game. Let's make sure that everybody in the NBA knows just how cool a person Steven Adams is. And I think once this beef commercial starts catching on and goes viral like it has, I mean, look, I'm sure if you're listening in New Zealand, you've already seen it. But I don't know why Steven Adams isn't the spokesperson for more things. And I'm not just talking about banks. I mean, first of all, the dude ought to be a spokesperson for tourism. Whether it's here in Oklahoma because he seems like he gets out, whether it's Stephen Adams could actually be a spokesperson for the United States of America 
tourism board, especially if America is, as a country as a whole, is advertising in different parts of the world. Because Stephen Adams, best I can tell, when he goes on the road, actually gets out and goes explores the cities that he in that he's in, and he likes finding out what the cities are like in the NBA. So start there. So tourism perfect not only for Oklahoma, New Zealand, but America. Um, I think you're really missing out. I mean, the most obvious one is somebody like Cabela's or Bass Pros because the dude wears more camo than pretty much, well, anybody uh, wears more, more camo than. I mean, like there is, I don't know a hunter that wears more camo than Steven Adams. So not having him as your spokesperson, total missed opportunity. And then finally, just thinking about other things with Steven Adams, uh, we've done the food, we've done the camo thing, but you got to be like a truck or some sort of ATV all-terrain vehicle, um, some sort of toolbox that's tough, something that takes a beat, takes a licking and keep. If Timex still existed, yeah, that would have been perfect. Takes a lick and keeps on ticking. Because that's Steven Adams. Just think about whatever the toughest substance on the face of the earth is. Whatever unbreakable thing you are trying to sell, Steven Adams is the perfect guy to sell it for you. Unlike Clint Capella, who is now out for four to six weeks. Do I feel sorry for the Houston Rockets? No, not really. Not really. Don't feel sorry for the Rockets at all. Feel bad for Clint Capella. I hope that he gets better sometime soon. But considering that I'm really just rooting for the Oklahoma City Thunder to uh, go as far as they possibly can in the playoffs. And I've had just about enough of the Houston Rockets being better than the Oklahoma City Thunder over these last couple of seasons. Um, yeah, no, I am I am not feeling sorry for uh, Clint Capella at all. And uh, yeah, the Rockets, sixth place. Thunder only two games ahead of them now. So anything for the Thunder to uh, keep distance from, from Houston or anybody else, I'm going to be on board with. Does that make me evil? kind of feel like that makes me evil but also make, might, might make me a good fan. That wraps up today's Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back tomorrow. And uh, as always, be excellent to each other. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And, hey, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.